Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. G'day and welcome to the Farm's Vice Podcast. Today on the show, we have Dwayne Duxon for our 16th episode. A farmer turned farmpreneur by building an online marketplace, connecting buyers and sellers across the country. It's fantastic to have him on and share some recipes with us about starting an agribusiness online and what he's currently up to. Please help share this podcast as we want to reach 90,000 plus farming families across Australia to build their own agribusiness and help motivate an industry to grow. Let's get into it. G'day, Dwayne. How are you going? Good, thanks, Jack. Excellent to have you on the podcast today. You've got a few businesses you've been working with. But before we get down to agribusiness, um, can you just tell us a bit more about your own story and what's led you to these moments and where you're working at today? Yeah, thanks, Jack. Thanks for having me on as well. Um, been fantastic i listened to your podcast now my story i'm i'm from a farm uh grew up on a farm in western victoria a little place called manu uh we've got a uh, still got a family farm there it's a mixed farm so sheep and grain and uh, as i said i grew up there and till my teenage years went through school and then basically uh worked went and worked on the farm right through to i was about 35 so basically been a farmer until I was 35, I'm now 50, so I've spent the last 15 years doing a few different things. But uh, yeah, on that farm, we mainly sold uh, Merino rams. That was our, our sort of um, core income earner. So I was heavily involved in that and uh, it was quite an exciting business to be in. It had its lim- limitations with with uh, selling seed stock we used to sell them all around australia probably six or seven hundred grams a year and into south america so that's probably 
where I uh, my my story early on. Whereabouts in South America did you get them to? Uh, Argentina, Chile, yep. um, Paraguay, those sort of those sort of places. We we had um, we still do sell some. Yeah, my brother runs a farm and he sells some genetics over that way still. But it was quite a big part of our business, mainly embryos and semen and some live rams from time to time. Yeah, it's excellent. So, like coming from a farming background, it's the trend mm-hmm. with a lot of our speakers. And how did this transition mm-hmm. into your current businesses of today with Farm Tender? I I, I really like dealing with uh, with people and farmers. So. You know, and, and as I said before, the, the ram selling business had it re- had its restrictions. So basically, you only service 100 plus clients. But um, I was fascinated by the internet all the way through and saw a real opportunity to sell things like um, uh, livestock machinery, grain, hay on the internet. So we sort of I sort of started out dabbling in that while I was on the farm and then uh, we didn't have very good internet service or phone service on the farm, so I actually moved away from the farm to find better service so I could start this farm tender business, and that's that's what I did. And where did you move into, like the city or? No, I moved to a, a place in uh, northern Victoria on the Murray River called Yarrawonga, lovely, yep. lovely part of the world. Um, lived there for 10 years from 35 to 45 with my family, and... Made lots of friends over there, but it was a fantastic place to base um, base ourselves. Obviously, with uh, and a really good spot to start a business. You know, we've always been regionally based, uh, a regionally based business. So I actually moved to the city in the last two years, but um, that'll that'll end, and we'll head back to the country again after this all this COVID thing's finished. Yeah, absolutely. So for like farm tender, how does it all work? Is it just an online marketplace if I want to sell my tractor or my hay? Yeah, basically it is. Uh, all you do is you've got to uh, register with our with our farm tender website, and then after you've registered, you can just go and list what you want to sell. Now it's free to list. We only charge people if they sell something. Yep. So yeah, so basically. It's free to list. And then we've got people in the background that actually help you through the buying and selling process. So we've got guys that um, uh, help you through that that process and, you know, it works really well because we're servicing our customers. You know, there's actually someone on the end of the phone to talk to. Yeah, okay, so you're not left hanging. You've got a bit of a team working behind the scenes there, mm-hmm. building it up. Yep, no, definitely. They're an integral part of the business you know like what i tell people is that um the website is our shop front but it's what we do as as people servicing our customers behind the scene is the guts behind the business and that's what's um made it grow over these years yeah absolutely so has it been running since 2007 did i get that right no it's it's nine nine and a half years old now so Ah, about 2010 or 11 i can't really remember now I struggle with um, what happened yesterday, let alone 10 years ago. Yeah, that's it. For what's like the most common products you get through currently? Mainly, it's it's one of those businesses where I'm glad I, when I started out, I 
started with all sorts of different things. So we do lots of used machinery, trucks, vehicles. We do livestock equipment. We also do hay, grain, and to a lesser extent, livestock. But the two most um, traded things on our website are used machinery and hay. Yeah, okay, so the most common things coming through all the time and not so much just seasonally. No, it's, it's a bit, it's funny and um, because like since the end of February, uh, it's been really tough to sell hay on the domestic market yep. because the season's obviously taken off. But the two years leading up to that, we virtually sold uh, three and a half seasons worth of hay in those two years. So hay was really good to us. Obviously, there was a drought in New South Wales and Queensland in that time. Um, and obviously, when, when that sort of happens, the machinery sales drop off because, you know, there's less confidence around. But when things pick up, the hay drops off and the machinery uh, goes through the roof. And that's what we're going through at the moment. It's just going gangbusters on the used machinery. A lot into New South Wales where they look as though they're having a pretty big crop. Yep. You know, a lot of harvest gear and hay gear. They they probably made up their mind that they're sick of uh, you know buying hay off Victoria and the southern states, and they want to make some of their own. And we're selling lots of you know baling equipment, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. That's excellent. So, like, did you have any challenges or whatnot coming out from farming background, getting into like the internet world? It's a big step up for a not, lot of us. Not, not really. I'm I'm not. Technically, I'm not a tech person or a technical yeah. person. I like to think I, um, you know, study business systems and and business models and things like that. But I always outsource all the technical side, and it's always quite frustrating because you know you think uh, these guys should be able to build this thing in you know six weeks, for example, and it usually takes six months. So you wonder where all the all the time goes. But um, no, I'm not the technical side of person. I just come up with some of the ideas and. But basically, we uh, put our put our uh, products out there, and and we think it's going to head in a certain direction. But then the customers will tell us, you know, they'll advise us on a few things, and it'll head in a slightly different direction. So, and that's how you really establish products, you know, with the collaboration of your customers. Yeah, of course. And for like farm tender, you're sending stuff all across Australia. You see? Yeah, definitely. It's, like in uh, most states. It's yeah, it's an Australia-wide market. We're pretty much our core where we started was Victoria, Southern New South Wales, Southeast and South Australia, and that's sort of you know that's still our main area. But we've you know with the drought, we sold a lot of hay into New South Wales and Queensland, so we're really picked up um, in those areas and. Uh, what, what we find now is those guys that were buying hay through us during the drought are now buying machinery or selling machinery, you know, grain and um, livestock and livestock equipment, trucks, etc. So it's one of those things that, you know, we get good word of mouth um, promotion. So, you know, because we're, it's free to list, we only charge if you sell something. So it's, it's really a performance-based platform. So if people don't sell anything, it doesn't cost them. So, you know, we have to uh, make sure that we're doing the right thing for everyone to get a result. And when we, when everyone gets a result, well, we get, um, we get paid along the way. Yeah, of course. And like for marketing, how do you get this across? Have you done much marketing for it or it is just based off word of mouth? No, look, haven't really done 
any marketing. Look, I've tried the, you know, the newspapers and things like that, but the, the Richter scale doesn't really even blimp when you do things like that. Our, our biggest, uh, biggest marketing uh, advantage is, is Google search. So people, because we do lots of use machinery, there's lots of different combinations. So, for example, when someone goes looking for a Case MX135 tractor, they'll type it in, that in specifically. And if we've got one, we'll come up near the top. So we'll get found pretty easily because we've got lots of content on our, on our website. Um, so we get ranked fairly high up the top on the free search. So what happens then is, you know, someone will see that we've got one, they'll, they'll click on the link, they'll see that we've got one for sale, they, you know, they've got to register to inquire about it, there's no yep. phone numbers, et cetera, on the listing because we need to know, you know, who's, who's inquiring on stuff. So, but at the same time, they'll think, oh, right, well, I've, I've got a few things to sell, it's free to list, I'll, I'll go and stick my stuff there. So that, I think it's 68% of our... Um, members, our new sign-ups come from Google search and it's 12% that come from word of mouth and the rest is sort of a combination of all different things. Yeah, okay, so in the back end, are you working on search? Like I've worked a bit with SEO in, over in London. Do you have someone working for that? Um, or it's... No, I have had SEO people employed over the years yep. for you know two or three different occasions on twelve-month contracts. It hasn't made much difference. Um, like I've kept uh, records KPIs since the start, and that virtually our um, our graph is sort of on a you know thirty-degree angle going up steadily yep. over those over the, the nine-year period. And the times we have you know paid for SEO and that those sorts of things it hasn't moved that far so we we sort of we we don't do it but you know we don't really know whether it makes a huge difference or not so we're just happy to to grow organically and and um, keep up the level of growth we're currently experiencing yeah well it seems like it's going really well for you you got around forty one thousand members on the site i think uh i'll give you an update what, what we've got right at this minute so we've got 47,434 members at this point in time. So we just, we should have 50, we're doing about a thousand members, new members a month now. So we should be up to about 50,000 by the end of the year, which is, um, you know, quite an achievement. And most of those guys are, are, are farmers or agricultural related um, people. That's excellent. For for these contacts, do you like click the data just to see like the trends of what's going on, um, or like a cluster of yeah, farmers? No, we as I said, I've kept a, it's probably about ten or twelve KPIs. I've kept uh, I kept keep each month for the last kept each month for the last nine years. Yep. So basically, just to get ideas and trends and what's happening and you know, whether we're still growing in particular areas and things like that. Now, I also, for our staff, I, I do daily, what we call daily numbers. So there's, there's about 30 KPIs that we measure each day. So all that data just goes onto a Google document and I send it out to the, our staff every day. So they can view, they can see what, you know, each, each other sales guy sold, you know, how many, how many views we had that day, you know, how many new members signed up, um, yeah, a wide range of things. Yeah, it's excellent. So it just allows you to be able to support them better or like lift up a certain sector 
um, this well, one needs a bit more work. It's, yeah, and like a, there's a few things, like we all work, work remote, so every one of our staff works from home and they're all spread around spread around the regional areas of, of um, sorry, Australia. So it's just part of, you know, the things we've developed over the years to, you know, for remote working, which a lot of uh, companies and, and people are going through at the moment. So we've established a really good model. Um, and also, you know, you get, a, you get a bit of an understanding of how your people are going. You know, they might have a, an issue at home or something. You can see if their numbers have dropped off, you know, for the last couple of weeks. And, you know, you can give them a call and say, you know, is everything all right? Because there's a lot of, you know, there's yeah. mental health issues in the, in the community. So we've, we've got to be well, I've got to be aware of that as well. So you've been, they've been working home from home, like over the past few years, not just from COVID. No, no, we, we, since I started the business, I've worked from home. So it started with me and just me. Yep. And then I bootstrapped the business all the way through. So as we you know, build up our revenue, revenue and get a little bit busier, I'll just employ another person. Same thing again, same thing again. And it was funny because I used to, you know, we used to send send job ads ads out there, and we didn't. Let's say we'd employ someone, and they'd always say, oh, "I'm going to go and jump my ute, and I'm going to go and visit every farmer." I'll say, "You can go and do that, but the yeah, you'll realize you'll realize very quickly that the best working you can do is sitting in front of your computer with your earpiece in your ear, talking to the farmers on the phone. So that's the best thing you you know, and that's the way it all works out. Like our guys, you know, from whenever they log on in the morning till they drop off at night. They've just got, they're just basically um, working on the computer and, and talking back and forward to farmers. So we, we get some great intel from our customers of, of what's going on in the farming world. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think for like farm tender, it's a really good thing for across Australia. So we can get rid of, not get rid of our products, but like sell our products to nationwide um, as someone's always out there looking for piece of equipment or even, hey, your commodity, of course. That, yeah, that's it. And no, no. yeah, it like it, it just, you know, things, a piece of machinery doesn't sell on the back of the shed. It's got to be marketed. So, and we get plenty of, you know, we're getting between uh, 8,000, 11,000 unique viewers a day. So we can get plenty of eyeballs on products. So that that's the advantage we've got. And, you know, it's, uh, it makes a huge difference. Like, you know, we, we, you're getting those eyeballs on products is what it's all about. Absolutely. Have you seen like a bit of a trend on like purchasing equipment, but it's for short term use. So you may not see a use for it or it's for like, you want to hire it out just so you can get the most out of that product. Um, um, just there's so a bit, like, of, bit of that goes products. on. Yeah. Yeah. There's a bit of like, you'll get a lot of, um, you know, air seeders come up for sale after cropping time. Um, so people are looking to move those air seeders so they can they want to sell that air seeder before they'll go and buy a new one so as soon as the cropping's finished they'll put it out there we see instances like um, let's say the super conditioners or the macerators you know we'll sell one to a guy in the mallee who'll use it um, get all his work done and then they'll sell it to a guy in southern victoria you know uh, uh, three or four weeks later and then they'll use it and you know that's yeah, basically turning over stuff really quickly. We, we see a bit of that. And we the, the trend is there are no trends. So, um, you know, 
what you think might be a seasonal seller will sell all year round because what what yeah. what's happening is our customers are, are searching for stuff all the time and if they find they they actually know what they want these days and if they find something you know they'll pursue it doesn't matter whether it's you know a harvester leading into harvest you know it could be after harvest they just want that item yeah absolutely um well i think that's excellent what you're doing with farm tender and i guess that moves us on mm-hmm. to your next business in delay pay mm-hmm. Um, was this a offcast of the farm tender, uh, bringing more options to cash-strapped farmers as such? Yeah, it's, it's, it's probably not that. It's, we've, you know, we've, uh, we've, we've got a lot of data on how, how farmers pay and we've got a sort of a, a rule by uh, that farmers pay is just a matter of when. So, you know, the supplier wants to be paid on the spot, but some farmers, you know, don't pay it in 90 days. Some will pay 30 days. Some will pay on the spot. It's just, there's no, there's no set rules. So we've got a lot of data on how, how farmers pay. So the reason we, we started delay pay was on the back of that because once again, the suppliers want to get paid straight away. They want to know they've got the money, you know, in their bank account before they move stuff or, you know, within a week or whatever it is. So we, so that's the reason why we started delay pay. We we give you know delay pay, uh, and I'll explain a little bit more about it in a minute. But I was, I registered the URL or the domain name. I think it was about four and a half years ago when I when I saw Afterpay come out. I was fascinated by what Afterpay did and 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 their business model. And I thought this could operate for farmers, but on a different level. And that's basically how it's happened. I I did I bought the URL or the domain, but I didn't use it for two years because I didn't have a model that was, um, that would, you know, that we, we could use. But then I came across a guy called Kelsey Miller, who's an ex-banker, um, and he was doing a little bit in the in the uh, trade credit insurance market. And he said, I, I reckon we can do something here. And after talking to him, meeting him, and we talked about it, and within four weeks, we had a product on the, on the table that was ready to use. So it was pretty exciting that's a quick turnaround to get it all going up mm. um so for like delay pay what sort of what's it for um it's not for just buying your next pair of shoes within four installments no, no. but larger equipment no it's yeah large basically any farm any agricultural good so livestock you know fodder grain used machinery new machinery livestock equipment diesel water you know virtually anything you can think of we, we use it for so how, how it works is the, the farmer just establishes a, a credit limit with us so all we need is their a, abn trading name and a photo of their license or if they're a partnership each partner's license we send that into our insurance company and within 24 hours we'll have a limit now we'll do up to about 100 grand without any financials and it's all there's no security involved, so it's a the whole thing is a combination of finance and insurance. Now, how it works is, let's say um, Jack, you've got a 50 grand limit. You want to buy 30 grand worth of hay. Yep. So basically, we uh, you buy you indicate you want to buy the hay. So we in we invoice um, the seller invoices us. So we buy the hay off the seller and then we sell it to you. So virtually, we we're, we're trading goods. And then we just give you up to six months terms to pay for that um, those goods. So that's how it works. And it's a really flexible, simple and quick product 
Um, unlike, you know, we, and it's, it's going off tap at the moment because, you know, farmers are finding it hard. Farmers' income is quite lumpy. So you get big, big, you know, periods where you're getting no income and all of a sudden you get a heap of income. You know how it all works and farmers know, know how it works. So, you know, we're getting a lot of um, business now because, you know, banks aren't quick to move and, and asset finance companies are slow to, you know, get all the paperwork done. Ours is a low doc, or not, virtually zero document product that, that is really quick and easy to use. And, yeah, basically it's um, going, going nuts at the moment. When did it come, first come into play? A couple of years ago or more recent? Yeah, I think it was November. So we, we're nearly, this November, it'll be two years. Yeah, right. That's quite quick turnaround for it going bananas for you. Mm. Um, what, like, what challenges have you had? Any hiccups along the way? Oh, look, it's, it, there's always hiccups. Growing, growing, growing the businesses is um, something we want to want to do. We we're quite happy, and this is with most things we do. We're quite happy to take baby steps at the start and just get the model, you know, ironed out. And that's and that's what we've done in this instant. Um, we're in a position now where we really want to grow it. So we use a third party uh, finance company, um, and we use an insurance company, a combination of both. Now one day we'd like to have our own fund, so we don't need the third party. Um, in a finance company, but we're not at that level yet. You know, that's the level where you're, you're talking um, much lar- larger figures than we're dealing with. But yeah, it's um, it's a real it's a real growth area, and the buy now pay later, which we classify ourselves as a buy now pay later product because that's what it is, is really booming at the moment. Yes, I suppose like farmers have had access to this, but more so through like loans equipment loans and whatnot, what differentiates like delay pay from equipment loan or just a loan in general for agriculture? Well, it, yeah, and we'd like to say we, 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 we're not providing finance, we're just giving farmers terms. Yeah. Um, but what differentiates is a, is a turnaround speed, the, the low doc yeah. um, product and the flexibility, you know, the flexibility and, and how we administer, like everything we do, you know, through my farm tender business is always serviced by people. This is no different. So we're always on the end of the phone. We're always talking to our customers. You know, as you know, if if um if they pay out early, we give them a rebate for paying out early. You know, that's we want to, we want them to pay out early. Um, we encourage that. So it's a real quick it's a real quick product. It's flexible and it's easy to use. That's that's how we how we differentiate ourselves and. Um, we're finding a real niche in, in the marketplace. Yeah, absolutely. I think like that being independent from the big banks allows you that quick turnaround. Um, and also people are interested to see what like the smaller guys are doing, especially for farmers. Um, have you seen like a loyal support there? People are returning. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Like, you know, I'd, I'd say we'd probably have uh, 200 customers and 70% of them are return customers. Um, and our minimum invoice is 10,000. So our average invoice is about 40,000 that, we'll, that we fund. Um, so no, it's amazing. And, you know, we, unlike, uh, you know, the buy now, pay later companies, they need hundreds of thousands, millions and millions of customers, you know, we'd have a quite substantial business with a thousand customers. It's, you know, the repeat business and the, and the size of each 
transaction is you know enough to keep us very very busy yeah that's it you don't need hundreds of thousands of customers like you said um it's excellent like you're building this up and it's another level for farmers to access for like your you say you pay within six months as a farmer is this stagnated or you can just pay like does it go monthly or how does that work no, no, basically it's up to the individual um, yep. how they pay. So they can pay in one lump sum at the end, uh, some, some at the end. Um, some people like to pay in instalments like your dairy farmers who get a milk check every middle of every month. Um, some people will pay it when it comes in. Like it's, it's, it's more an opportunistic product. So people are using it for opportunities. Like now currently we're doing a lot of uh, harvest equipment because there's, a let's say, Take New South Wales, for example, there's, you know, potentially a big crop there. People know they need chaser bins, they need an extra header, they need this, that. So they'll go out and buy these things on delay pay and they know they're going to get, you know, the money to pay it back later. A good example early on was we had a guy who um, was offered this $300,000 hay baling contract, but he had to, he had to, get the bales to a certain weight and he didn't have the um, baler to, to make the bales that that particular weight the farmer was after. Yep. So he contacted us and and we got him a limit and then he went out and bought a new baler that would do, I think it cost him 120 grand and he, he went out and bought that that would do the weights that the farmer required. He got the $300,000 contract and within three or four months he paid us back. He owns a baler and, you know, he's got money in his pocket. So without that... You know, he, he would have struggled to, um, you know, so it's all about opportunities. Yeah, absolutely. And moving with the seasonal market of what agriculture operates on, of course. For like, Yeah, delay- look, it, it yeah. does. Sorry. You go. Yeah, it does. Like, yep. uh, you know, early out, early out when we were starting out, the, it was a big focus on fodder because of the drought. Um, now that, you know, it's, it's hard to shift hay hay at the moment so the, the focus has shifted more towards you know machinery and equipment you know inputs like you know fertilizer urea chemical things like that yeah for like delay pay or even farm tender have you seen like mm-hmm. an impact from COVID, the pandemic and also the drought i imagine um like <laughs> if anything and you know as I said, I lived lived in Melbourne for the last year and a half, and to see a lot of those, you know, businesses, you know, cafes and restaurants, and you know, all the businesses within the CBD and things like that, like they're going to do it really struggle from now on. But agriculture has had a fantastic run through COVID, and you know, apart from perhaps wool, you know, everything's been going along pretty good. No one can complain too much. So, look, it was amazing since. Since um, I worked out that our traffic was up uh, 47% from the end of January till the end of May. So it's been pretty amazing for us. Um, Like people are obviously, um, even farmers are searching for more stuff. Some people within the agricultural uh, industry that aren't farmers were at home working and obviously searching for things in the agricultural space and we would come up. So... Yeah, we just noticed a huge increase in our um, traffic, which led on led to you know more listings, more sales, yeah. more revenue, et cetera, et cetera. Do you think like over the last few years working within the 
industry, you've seen a shift towards farmers starting to trust the online shop fronts? Yeah, very much so. Um, you know, because we've got a human being on the other, other end of the phone, it, um, you know, we build up a lot of, lot of trust with a lot of, a lot of our customers. You know, we build really strong relationships with our farmer customers. And, you know, over, over time, that takes a lot to build in agriculture. Agri agriculture is, as you'd know, Jack, a slow, you know, it's slow to get going. You just don't move quickly in agriculture. Agriculture doesn't let you do that. So it's been a slow build for us, you know, one customer at a time, one listing at a time, one sale at a time. You know, I still get excited to see people sign up, you know, overnight during the day. That still excites me. Um, making sales, you know, through our website, giving giving people opportunities to sell things, that, that you know, that that's what really excites me. Um, yeah, so, no, it's been really good. Absolutely. Well, yeah, I love, like, getting into these sort of stories, especially for farmers starting something new. Um, you've been in the mm. business for nearly 10 years of building these up. Yep. So for like delay pay or farm tender, how do you see success mm -hmm. or how do you measure this? You measure your KPIs and whatnot, but what's business success for you? Yeah. Oh, look, it's the outcome for our customers. That, that's yeah. our success. You know, our, our people, the, the guys that work for us, um, the guys that work from home in our business, they just love dealing with people. They, they love getting a result for their customers and they love people coming, our customers coming back time and time again to do business. So that's our measure of success. Obviously, we need, you know, like every business, we need revenue to, to survive and, and to pay for our people and, and to keep upgrading our, our products and our services and things like that. So, but it's the outcomes that really excite and, and get, you know, get us all out of bed every morning. Yeah, absolutely. You're still getting pretty excited in the morning when you see a few more registrants come through, I bet. Yeah, no, that's, I'm, I'm looking at numbers all the time and the numbers keep getting updated. So, yeah, it's, it's fantastic. We, we, you know, we watch those things closely and, you know, try and, try and figure out a few trends. As I said earlier, we get a lot of intel off our customers. So, you know, we can relay that, you know, in a, in a blanket broadcast to, to the farming community, what we're hearing from, you know, each individual farmer, you know, you can sort of get a real guide of what's going on in the industry and, and um, yeah, we we feel obliged to relay that to our customers. Well, I think it's like really excellent of what you're doing, um, and just providing more and building around what you know, and not like not going out too far into something that you don't know mm -hmm. too much about. Um, but for like a, you have to follow a process for this um, as a farmer going through. How have you approached that? Mm -hmm. Just for anyone looking to, they may have an idea and they're looking to build it on the internet or offline even? How would you yep. suggest? So you start out and build a database. That's the most important thing yep. that anyone can do is build a database and obviously communicate with that database. Um, yeah, we, we've, we've been lucky enough, probably up until about two, two and a half years ago, where we've, we've sort of bolted on new products. And don't worry, a lot of those products that we've bolted on haven't worked but you know let's say we've bolted on 10 or 12 new products there's three or four that you see there today that you know can stand on their own two feet as businesses in their own right yep. so but we couldn't do that without an audience without you know 47,000 members to to market these products to 
So build an audience from day one, build a, build a database. That's the most important thing you'll ever do. Yeah, absolutely. For like these products that aren't making it, how long do you give them before you give them the chop? Uh, it varies, but not yeah. very long. You know, our, 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 our customers, you know, they tell us if something's not up to scratch. Um, you know, some of the things we think will persist a bit, think might, might run, will persist with a bit longer. But, you know, if they're no good, eventually they'll chop them. And we'll keep introducing stuff. Like we've just um, introduced a new product called the uh, Digital Livestock Exchange. Um, and we're, we're going through a, new re, a complete rebuild of our platform. We're probably uh, six months into that. We're probably two months away from going live with a brand new, you know, UB product because our current platform is nine years old with bits and pieces bolted onto it. Yep. Um, it's it's not the best user experience, but we'll have a much better user experience in a couple of months' time. And um, something like the Digital Livestock Exchange, you know, we aim to really, um, uh, you know, build on and, and make the process of using the digital livestock exchange for livestock farmers seamless. Absolutely. Well, I think it's really excellent what you're doing both with farm tender and mm -hmm. lay pay and just combining the two together. Yep. Um, they, they join really well together um, and work well. That's excellent. For, we might start to wrap it up there. We're getting into the time. For the Farm yep. Advice podcast, who would you like to hear on here and why? Yeah, that's an edit. Oh, that, yeah, Gabe, that, that's some good thought today, Jack, when you reached out. Um, there's a guy called Alan Cooney, who's a Queenslander. He he ran a, um, he's CEO of a company called Topex. They're a uh, sort of a different agency business throughout Queensland. Um, and he's had a lot of roles, you know, CEO roles in in agriculture. And he's a real deep thinker about agriculture and agricultural culture and systems and yep you know, people and how people work and things like that. So he'd be a really, really good one to get on, Jack. Yeah, absolutely. We've actually used them up in Queensland for our sheep stud back yep. home. So that'd be excellent to get in touch with yep. him. Yep. Perfect. He's no longer the CEO, but um, yeah, he's, he's, right. he's yep. moved on to moving on to something else. But he, 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 he was CEO for five years, but um, he's you know, transformed that business into what it is today. Or helped yeah. transform that business in the world. Yeah, excellent. Today. We'll have to reach out to him. Or if he's listening, he can reach mm -hmm. out to us. Um, that's excellent. Yep. Thank you very much for coming on the show, Dwayne. It's excellent to have you on. How can people contact you? Social media or delay pay farm tender? Oh, you look, look, we use social media and, and uh, it's a big part. So just go to um, delaypay.com.au for delay pay, obviously. And if anyone wants to reach out, they, there's a form there they can just. Um, fill out and we'll 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 call them back but uh farm tender is just farmtender.com.au so um if you're looking to sell something or you want to buy something just go and register and then away you go that's excellent i'm sure a few people will reach out from this episode it's excellent to have you on for today's podcast Dwayne. talk soon talk in a year or so thanks thanks jack much excellent. appreciated thanks mate Thanks for joining us for our 16th episode, not long until we've hit the 20th, but the number isn't what's important to me, it's what we, we can all learn from other successes and build on our own agribusinesses, no matter what it is. Not only successes, but also the failures that we've learned from. Even if you're a livestock stud owner and you can build a database and work with it, just like Dwayne suggested. 
Google database and commu communicate with it consistently. Follow us on social media for further farming motivation and visit the show notes at farmdevice.com.au. Tune in next week to hear more about using data in livestock for genetic gains. Cheers. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag? Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.